This is Getting to Know Your Bible, a program dedicated to the proclaiming of the good news of Jesus Christ. Here's Billy Lambert. It is a pleasure to be with you today on Getting to Know Your Bible, and we do appreciate those of you who are watching at this time. I'd like to encourage you to continue to watching today as we're going to be discussing the second coming of Christ. To say that he's coming a second time suggests that he's been here before, and in fact he has, but he's coming again. And we want to talk about that today and what Jesus said about it, what others have said about it, and we want to talk about it today on Getting to Know Your Bible. Today on our telecast, we're continuing to offer a free Bible correspondence course. I'd like to emphasize that the course is free. We want you to have it. And we, you may be saying, well, now, what does it really cost, Brother Lambert? Because you say it's free, but nobody offers anything free. Well, this is. Anything that is offered on getting to know your Bible is at no cost to you. I would not be telling you the truth if I said it's free and then we charge you. And the Bible condemns telling falsehoods. And so I'm telling you the truth. It is free. We want you to have it. It might be holding some of you back, thinking, well, it'll cost me money and I don't have the extra money to buy it. Well, you're not going to have to worry about that. All you need to do is to, to get the proper information that we're going to give you in just a moment, and you call for the free Bible Correspondence course. Now that you might know more about the course, and that you might also find out how you can receive it, let's pause for just a moment. To help you in your study of the Bible, we want to send you this Bible Correspondence Course. This course is non-denominational. It's based on the Bible. It's conducted by mail, and it's free. To receive this course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, Post Office Box 314, Somerdale, Alabama, 36580, or call toll-free 1-877-711-5211. I'm reading now from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, beginning with verse 13. I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. But this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. There's one verse in these passages that I would like to call especially to your attention, and that's verse 16. The Lord himself will descend from heaven. Je Jesus Christ is, in fact, coming back someday. Jesus even said that he would. 
In Matthew chapter 16 and in verse 27, Jesus said, For the Son of Man will come in the glory of His Father with His angels, and then He will reward each according to His works. So there Jesus Christ said that He would come again. In Matthew chapter 20. Beginning in verse 25 Listen to what Jesus said Heaven and earth will pass away But my words will by no means pass away But of that day and hour no one knows Not even the angels of heaven But my Father only For as the days of Noah were So also will the coming of the Son of Man be for as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. Now listen to him. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. So Jesus Christ said he's coming back. Even the angels have declared the second coming of Jesus Christ. In Acts, the first chapter, Jesus is ascending to heaven. And the angels that were there said, Why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. So Jesus said he would come, and even the angels said he would come. We just read from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, where the apostle Paul declared that Jesus Christ would come again. In 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, Paul was discussing the matter of the Lord's Supper. And there were certain abuses of the Lord's Supper, and he was rebuking the Corinthians for that. But in the, verse 26 he said, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death. How long? Till he comes. So, Paul declared that Jesus Christ would come back someday. In 2 Timothy chapter 4 and in verse number 1, Paul is writing to his young friend Timothy, his son in the faith, and he is trying to encourage him. He said, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead. When? at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. So Jesus said he would come, the angel said he would come, and Paul declared it. But the apostle John even declared that Jesus was coming. In 1 John, the third chapter, and in verse number 2, let, listen to what John said about it. Beloved, now we are children of God. And it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. 
But we know that when he is revealed, there it is, when he is revealed, that is when he comes, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. So John proclaimed the second coming of Jesus Christ. And so many of the Bible writers proclaim the fact that Jesus Christ was coming again. Even in the book of Jude, there is something about the second coming of Christ. Listen in verse 14. Now Enoch the seventh from Adam prophesied about these men also, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his saints. So Jude even declared the second coming of Jesus Christ. So there's the fact of his coming. But how is Jesus going to return? Well, I would say he's going to return personally. He, in Acts 1 and 11, the angel said the Lord himself will come. The, the same Jesus, this same Jesus who's been taken up from you will, will come again in like manner. He's coming back. The same one that left is the one that's returning. He will come personally. He's not going to send a representative. He's going to come back himself. When he comes back, it will be an audible return. In John, the fifth chapter, in verse 28, Jesus is talking about the resurrection of the dead. He said, The hour is coming, in the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice, hear his voice, and shall come forth. He's coming back, and it will be an audible return. They will hear his voice. According to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, he will come with trumpet sound. Maybe the voice will be, have the sound of a trumpet. He will also come visibly. In the book of Revelation, chapter 1 and verse number 7, we are told that he will come with every eye shall see him, and they that pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall then wail because of him. So Jesus Christ is coming back in a visible way. I had someone tell me a number of years ago that when Jesus comes, it's going to be invisible. Well, if that's the case, how would anyone know anything about it? If he came back in, in an invisible way, he will come visibly. He's coming without warning. In 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, in verse number two, listen to this. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. So he's coming without any kind of warning. He's coming in a cloud. He left in a cloud. He will come back in a cloud. Listen to Rev uh, Luke chapter 21 and verse 27. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud. They will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. He's coming in flaming fire over in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, or rather chapter 1, beginning in verse 7. And to give you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, that's talking about his coming back, in flaming fire, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel 
of our Lord Jesus Christ. How is he coming back? He's coming back in flaming fire. Then according to Matthew chapter 25 and verse number 31, Jesus is coming back with an angelic host. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him. He's coming back with all of his, of the holy angels that are coming back with the Lord Jesus Christ. So he's coming. He said he would. Other inspired writers have said he would return someday. And we see how he's coming personally and audibly and visibly without warning and a cloud and flaming fire and he's coming with angelic attendance. But when is he going to come, or come back? Well, if you were to ask some, they would say, well, I, it's possible for us to set certain dates for the second coming of Christ. As a matter of fact, there have been those who have set dates for Jesus' return. And they have been disappointed. But let me read a passage to you from Mark, the 13th chapter, and in verse 32. Now listen carefully to this. And the next time you hear someone making certain predictions about the second coming of Jesus Christ, I want you to think about this passage. But of that day and hour. Now what day and hour? To know what day and hour, we go back to verse 31. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. And then he says, but of that day and hour, the day and hour that the heaven and earth passes away. The day and hour when Jesus Christ comes. You remember Jesus said, you don't know the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh, Matthew 25, 13. So of that day and hour when he comes back, but of that day and hour no one knows. Now if there was a period right there, that ought to be sufficient to tell us no one knows. But there is a comma. Let me continue to read. Not even the angels in heaven. The angels don't even know when Jesus is coming back. Not only that, there's not a period there. There is a comma. Nor the Son. In other words, the Son doesn't even know. Jesus doesn't even know when he's coming back, according to that verse. But who knows? But only the Father. God Almighty, Jehovah God, is the only one who knows when Jesus Christ will come back. No one knows. There's no way an individual can predict the second coming of Jesus Christ. Well, someone says, oh, Brother Lambert, aren't there certain signs of the times that are mentioned in the 24th chapter of Matthew? Yes, there are certain signs of the times, but, but what times are they talking about? Just briefly, let me mention uh, some things from Matthew chapter 24. Verse 1 beginning, Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. So they're looking at the temple in Jerusalem. Jesus said to them, do you not see all these things, that is, the, the temple, the buildings of the temple? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. In other words, the temple is going to be destroyed. It was in A.D. 70 when the Roman army invaded the city of Jerusalem and 
They entered into the holy place. They destroyed the temple. It was desecrated. So he said it's going to be destroyed. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? What things? Well, when one stone shall be left, not left upon another. In other words, when the temple is going to be destroyed. And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Actually, there are three questions being asked here. We might even break them down into two questions. Question number one, when will the temple be destroyed? How can we know when that's coming? How, how can we know when we're going to be invaded? And then he asked a question. The question was asked about how will we know when the end is coming? And Jesus, in verse 4, began to give them certain signs. They asked, what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age, the end of the world? And, and beginning in verse 4, Jesus gave certain signs that would let them know when the end of the Jewish state was coming. There were over a million people killed when the Roman army invaded the city of Jerusalem. It was devastation such as the world had never seen before. And they were given, the Christians were given, were, were to be given certain signs. The disciples would be given signs. So they would know to flee from the city of Jerusalem, and they did, in order that their lives might be spared. So there were certain signs. And then in verse number 34, you notice, he said, Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. In other words, you're going to see these signs. That all of these things are going to come to pass. And you, you, you will be living when all of these things are fulfilled. But in verse 35, he starts answering question number two. What about the sign of your coming and the end of the age? He said, Heaven and earth will pass away. But my words will by no means pass away. But of that day and hour, the day and hour when the heaven and earth passes away, knows no one, not the angels of heaven, and we read in Mark's account of it, not even the Son, but the Father only, knows when that's going to be. So, no preacher living today, regardless of who he is, how popular he might be, or what he may think he knows, can predict with any degree of accuracy the time of the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It can not be done. Not according to Scripture. He will come at an unsuspecting time. According to Peter, in 2 Peter the third chapter, and in verse number 10, the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Thieves normally do not pick up the telephone and call you and say, I'd like for you to know that I'm going to come over and rob your house tonight. They don't send you a registered letter saying, I want you to know that we're going to come while you're gone on vacation and ransack your home. Thieves don't operate like that. They come at an unsuspecting time. And Jesus is coming when men do not expect it. He will come at an unsuspecting time. But why is Jesus Christ coming? If He's coming, if we don't know when He's coming, why is He coming? Well, one of the reasons He's coming is to raise the dead. 
We've read that from John 28, 29, chapter 5, verse 28 and 29. The hour is coming in which all that are in the grave shall hear His voice and shall come forth. They, they that have done good to the resurrection of life and they that have done evil to the resurrection of damnation. So He's coming to raise the dead and that's going to be a, a great day. I can't imagine what the, the day of, of uh, when the dead are raised is going to be like. Soldiers that have been slain and forgotten on a thousand battlefields will be raised up on that day. There are going to be uh, people that were lost at sea and that they will be raised up on that day. It's going to be a great day. He's coming back to raise the dead. And that gives great hope to those who have lost loved ones and, and been separated from them maybe for years to know that one day the dead will live again. But he's coming back also to judge the world. Listen in Matthew chapter 25, verse 31 and 32. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. And all nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats, and he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. He is going to separate the good and the bad. He is going to separate the righteous from the unrighteous. He's going to separate the saved from the unsaved. And men will be judged by Jesus. In Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31, at Mars Hill, where people were worshiping the unknown God and all kinds of false gods. The Apostle Paul said the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent, because he hath appointed a day in the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained. Jesus Christ will come back to judge the world. And when he does that, he's going to separate the wicked and the, and, the, and the righteous. And he will reward those that are righteous. Go back to Matthew chapter 25. In Matthew chapter 25, beginning with verse 31, Jesus is giving a scene of the coming judgment. And in verse 34, Jesus said, Then the king shall say to those on his right hand, Come ye blessed of my father, Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. He's coming back to reward those who are the righteous, and he's going to sentence those who are the wicked. Listen to verse 41. Then he will say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. He's going to come back also to deliver up the kingdom to God. He's not coming back to, to establish the kingdom, but to deliver it up. Listen to the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. The 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians is a great chapter about the resurrection of the dead. Then in verse 24 he says, Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God, when he shall put an end to all rule and all authority and power. Oh, he's going to come back. He's coming back to deliver up the kingdom. And he's coming back to destroy the earth. 
That's the day when this earth will exist no longer. I know there are those who think that it will last forever, but it's not going to last forever. It will be destroyed one day. That's exactly what the Apostle Peter said in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse number 10. When he said, The day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens will pass away with a great noise. You'll know it when it happens. You'll hear it. And the elements will melt with fervent heat. And the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Burned up. Not going to be scorched. It's not going to be burned like toast going to be destroyed. The 102nd Psalm, the psalmist said, Of old thou hast laid the foundations of the earth. The heavens are the work of thy hand. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. Jesus is coming. And he's coming back to be glorified in his saints. The thing that we need to do is to be ready. We should watch for his coming. Matthew 25, 13. We should be faithful to him. Revelation 2, 10. But above all, if you've never obeyed him, you should obey the gospel. And the gospel consists of facts about the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 through 4. We obey a likeness of the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus by dying to sin, just like Jesus died on the cross, being buried with Christ in the waters of baptism like Jesus was buried in a, in a borrowed tomb. And then we arise from the watery grave of baptism to walk in the newness of life like Jesus was raised from the dead by the power of God. That's found in Romans, the sixth chapter, verses three and four. And so we obey a likeness of that death and the burial and the resurrection of Christ. And in so doing, we obey the gospel. Do you believe in Jesus? Then die to sin, Romans 6 and 2. Be buried with him in baptism, Romans 6 and 3. Be baptized into his death, into Christ. It was in his death he shed his blood. And we come in by faith in contact with that blood when we're baptized into that death in the waters of baptism, and then you can be raised to walk in the newness of life. Jesus said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Be ready when Jesus comes. If He should tarry His coming another thousand years, be ready. Be prepared. I want to thank you for watching today. Until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer. Getting to Know Your Bible has been presented by Churches of Christ. If you have a question about the church, or if you would like the location of a Church of Christ near you, or to receive the free Bible course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, 
Post Office Box 314, Somerdale, Alabama 36580, or call 1-877-711-5214. Join us next time for Getting to Know Your Bibles. <laughs>